it's going to be a women's tournament. Now, I know we've had some complaints about the way we've been looking at the women's roster recently, but it's going to be a women's tournament, not like that cup where it came off like a wet fart. You know, when Eva Lees and the other one won, yeah, we didn't didn't really seem to matter. This one's going to be more important. It's going to be part American and part Japanese, two separate parts of of the tournament, and we're going to have matches on AEW Dynamite and... Well, one match on AEW Dynamite, and then the rest of the matches, we're going to put them on Dark. Oh, no, no, we're not going to even do that. We'll put, we'll put them on YouTube. All right, what more do you want? Tournament. Yeah. Can't carp too much, but, you know, there was a very good match with uh, Serena Deeb versus Riku on... Um, or Riho, should I say? On... The last Dynamite, that was a great match. And the Japanese part of the slate is um, on YouTube. And it's really worth a look. There are four matches here. And actually, although this is in a small black brick, uh, or black painted brick room with very little frills and absolutely no furbelows. It um, it has a real sense of charm and a different way of doing things and great wrestling action. First of all, you've got Aja Kong in this, and you know she's she's been around for a while actually, and you know um, she was always a really a, a kind of powerhouse, you know, big and powerful, but she had. Um, some kind of speed as well and lightness on her feet and that's kind of gone so they put that match last because that's the sort of um the main event i suppose because you really are kind of um waiting for that big star really it's she's fighting katakura here and she knows sells early on um there is some offense from katakura she hits a nasty DDT and uh, a nice uh, senton. But Aja Kong, Kong comes back with a massive backdrop driver, which is quite nasty, actually. And a falling elbow off the top for the pin. It's not. She doesn't get any air. It just falls, really. And um, she's delighted to have won this, but... She's not really the main reason why you would watch this, but these other matches are. So, Saruga versus Sakazaki early on is a killer. All the rest of these matches are, actually. Uh, one's not so great, but there are reasons to, to like it. But the wrestling action from this, which is just the way they work together, the way they trade near falls, the way they moving the ring together is just great. For instance, there's um, there's such real kind of grappling drama here. Single arm straight jacket from Sakazaki uh, with a rope break. Uh, Saruga is on Sakazaki's back. She then bridges and hits a neck crank, which is very nice, a really good segue to that. There are so many near falls here, but Sakazaki gets the 450 splash for the pin, but this match is close to brilliant. 
in the middle of these two great matches, you get Veni versus Emily Sakura, who wears a crown, has a reminiscent of of, um, of Freddie, as you know, in concert. She's got that red velvet cape and looks like some kind of um, Taichi and also um, uh, Christopher Daniels micro, uh, Freddie Mercury microphone thing going on and uh, it's okay Benny is long and lean and, and Emily Sakura has a lower bass and more power early on there is a great Sakura sit out angel wing, angel's wings and the falls, the near falls here do come thick and fast again. Benny hits a sit, a sit out choke slam, gets a long two. Sakura gets the tiger driver for the pin. And Benny just clocks her one after. Very angry. It's another great match. Not quite as brilliant as the first and third matches, but right up there. This may be the match of the night, though. It's Maki Ito versus Mizunami. And Maki Ito used to be in a sort of pop group, I think. Gives us a whole song. Mimes to a whole song when she enters. And on AEW this week, they were talking about how well Excalibur commentated on this. And he does. He's on his own. He's flying solo. And as he said, well, we know that she can mime to music. That's what she does. It's a long one. But the match is worth it. You've got Mizunami, who is has got far more power um, than Ito. So it is big versus small. Fast versus slow. It's um, early on, Ito pokes the bear. Um, gives her a shot, knocked over, and then he, and then cries because it's hurt so much. Um, Mizunami, when she's on top, it's a really odd thing where she mimes pulling a rope. It's a bit weird. It's a, it's a bit Lindsay Kemp. It's not, it's not, we don't really need that, but it's interesting. Ito hits a hammerlock DDT. Gets to Boston, but Mizunami just smiles as if to say, This is not bothering me at all. Kicks out. There's a nasty Mizunami lariat. But from that, Ito gets a single leg crab and then two DDTs for a long two. There's a Mizunami head and arm triangle. And the most extraordinary thing is she gator rolls with it and it looks really brutal. She's got it cinched in and she rolls around the ring with it fast. And that looks like it's so painful. Of course she gets the tap. It's a high concept match, but it really works. And she will be, Mizunami will be facing Aja Kong in the next round, the semi-finals. That will be really good to see because they both got such power. So, you know, an hour of really good wrestling and you don't often, or I don't often get to see, women's Japanese wrestling. So hats off to AEW for doing that. But, you know, I wouldn't mind if some of these matches were on Dynamite as well. Ta-ta.